Pickaxe. Thanks for dropping into the cast party. Join the cast and crew as they are redacted from their Hollywood film set into the crazy world of Vendrea. And action! Cast Party, your favorite D&D podcast, is turning three next month. And we are pulling out all the stops to make this anniversary month unforgettable. Our merch store is reopening its enchanted doors and we've conjured up some brand new, never before seen designs to celebrate this momentous occasion. From heroic tees to mystical mugs, you'll find the perfect gear to flaunt your love for Cast Party. Throughout the anniversary month, we'll be bringing you special episodes, exclusive behind the scenes content, and thrilling surprises that will transport you deeper into the world of Fendrea. Join us as we start the month off with a look into The After Party, a Patreon-exclusive one-shot series, but you get it for free. The cast and crew will be playing through the plot of Through the Realms of Myria, the very movie that started it all, dropping for everyone on our main podcast feed November 1st. We'll then take a look behind the scenes as the cast chats about each episode of Cast Party that drops in November, and a look ahead to the exciting future of Cast Party. We wouldn't be here without your unwavering support and enthusiasm, so let's celebrate together. Stay tuned for giveaways, Q&A sessions with the cast, and chances to win limited edition Cast Party merch. So mark your calendars, invite your fellow adventurers, and gear up for a month-long celebration of all things Cast Party. Want a sneak peek of the upcoming merch designs, a backlog of over 100 hours of one-shots, or maybe just want to support your favorite D&D podcast? Come join the fun at patreon.com slash castparty and hang out with the cast and crew in the Discord. We are inching closer to 250 subbed patrons and we have our announcement goal coming soon, which will be cryptic in nature. Patreon.com slash castparty. Thank you all so much for listening. Enjoy the episode, cast and crew. Hello everyone and welcome to Cast Party. My name is Colin McManus and I will be your director for today. I am joined by my Stormbound cast and crew, Ryan McManus. Hi, Sebastian Vivaldi Greensleeves, an emo at heart musician who loves thunderstorms. Whenever a storm would come in, he would run up to his parents' den with a skylight and big floor to ceiling windows, but most importantly, one of their grand pianos in there. He'd play different songs and act all dramatic like he's in a music video while the rain pours down the windows. His favorite to recreate was Perfect by Simple Plan as he pretended to get rained on while slamming the keys. <laughs> I'm gonna watch that music video real quick. You're welcome, <laughs> so good. Anna Brisbane. Blueberry Sky, elven druid actress who when thrust into Fendrea was forced to quit her one addiction, cold turkey, as soon as her phone stopped working. Candy Crush. It all started <laughs> in 2013 when she was flying to London to film a movie. She innocently downloaded Candy Crush to have something to do on the flight and ended up playing it for almost the entirety of the 10 and a half hour flight. For the entire three months that they shot that film, whenever she wasn't learning lines or shooting or going to social engagements that she couldn't possibly get out of, she was playing Candy Crush. And within the year, she got to nearly level 1000. Then, when she got a new phone, she lost all of her progress because she didn't have a Facebook account to connect it to and carry it over, and she was utterly devastated. And to this day, the only reason she has a Facebook with zero friends is to keep her Candy Crush account, which she restarted from scratch. And on the day they were thrown into Fendrea, she was stuck on level 12,025. And for the first couple weeks, she was oh, silently God. reeling over her lost bonus wheel streak and position on the leaderboard, though her username would not be recognizable to the public. Oh, my wow. Lord. And that is based on a true story of my college roommate. Hell yeah. <laughs> Are you for real? <laughs> Nigel Deacon. Hi, Sandra Gucci Supreme, who once filmed an advertisement for a male enhancement product called Schlong Song. 
It was one of those gas station boner pills, but a job is a job and Xander wasn't about to half-ass it. He put his heart and soul into filming the project perfectly, worked directly with the editor to make sure everything was perfect, and if it had been for any other product, it probably would have won an Oscar. But, unfortunately, the ad never aired. As it turned out, the name wasn't just a fun rhyme. One of the most common side effects that wasn't listed on the box was that after taking the pill and having a great time, wink, wink, it would give the user permanent ED. And the first person to take the pill sued the hell out of the company and put it out of business before the ad could be put out anywhere. And, to be clear, Xander did not take the pill, ever. <laughs> I know you were all worried about that. <laughs> And Vince Perino. Jet the Bowl the Chambers, Big Brilly Heartthrob, who growing up wasn't as much of a Pokemon guy as he was Digimon. Ew. I know that's going to hurt a lot Gross. of people. Cringe. But he was a big Digimon guy. Digimon's the best. Digimon's pretty sick. Anyone that doesn't love Digimon is wrong. Where else can you find a rabbit wearing cargo pants with guns for hands? Is the rabbit the one that turns into the hot angel mommy? It has the option to. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about what happened last time. Sebastian dreamed of his old high school. There was a girl who came up to him and awkwardly flirted before giving him a note to read later that day. Sebastian put on the 3D glasses and saw the lights of the room he was in go out. Jet and Blueberry saw darkness expel from the book he was reading in the real world and each of you found yourselves in a dark void. Char giving you all visions of Volazar and his powers, then showing you powers you could have if you just worshipped her. You saw Volazar controlling Alana, then Sebastian controlling a crowd of fans, Volazar creating mountains and rivers, then Blueberry creating a forest in an instant, Volazar seeing through all of the magistrate eyes across Vandrea, then Xander seeing impactful places from Earth, and Volazar bringing back to life the orc and the dwarvish woman from Alana's wake, then Jet able to bring back his mother at her funeral. Offering you each a pen, Char told you to worship her. Blueberry, wise and careful, was able to bypass this temptation, yet she saw Sebastian run for a pen on the table in the kitchen of Jet's old house. Grabbing the skin book, Blueberry wild shaped so the book would go into her form, before hitting Sebastian to try and knock him out of this tempting trance. Those who were tempted fought over the pen, but those of you who were able to reawaken saw reality around you. You all worked together to awaken everyone. Inside the airship, you talked about what you all saw, what Voldazar can do, and how you would try to contact Char via Sebastian later that night. On your way to Alana's wake, Xander pulled out a woman's wallet from his pants. Opening it, he saw a recent picture of Selena, her credit cards, her information, it was hers. He thought about her a moment before banishing the wallet, hoping it would return to her. A bit later, Cloud called to you all, saying that there was a large storm in the distance between you and Alana's wake. You decided to move your airship through the storm, but not before Blueberry used an 8th level control weather to start to calm the storm. As the storm began to diminish, and as the wind started whipping a bit slower, it began moving towards you. Now, you see the edge of the storm starts to breach the front of the airship. The light of the day gets obscured by the dark gray clouds. Rain's coming down on the ship, and it gets harder and harder to see. And so the scene is set. The question is, what does the storm have in store? We are going to be running this in initiative, but you won't need to roll. You're all going to be going first and on the same turn. So is there anything you would like to do to prepare in this round before the storm hits? Oh, hey, Captain Sebastian, what the hell are we doing here? How do we keep this alive? I don't know. I'm just good at steering. I don't know how to reinforce a ship. Uh, blue uh, ideas. Uh, no, I don't know. I just know I'm going to have to be concentrating on this for a while. Or it's going to get worse. It can get worse. Yeah. If I break concentration. Do you have pebbles out? Yeah. I'd say be ready to be on her back if you can. Sebastian and Blue, this is for you. And I like tap you on the shoulders and I'm like, I hope this works. And I'm casting fly on the three of us. Whoa, snap. Just in case. Backup plan. You could see Pebbles just trying to get under, like, one of the benches because of all the, the lightning and thunder. 
Oh, uh, she's scared of storms. So the whole bench is just like balancing on her head because she's way too big for it. I don't know what else I'm going to do other than I'm mostly going to stay near Claude to see what they need. I'll try to keep us in the air as best I can. Okay. Listen, I feel like I, I got to be like hands on deck somehow because I can't make a storm dance. Okay. And everything else is just for explosions. So I got to find something to do. Same. But y'all can fly around now, so... I'll just be comforting Pebbles, sticking near her, just in case. We are going to move to Claude. Every round, Claude is going to roll for handling. He has a plus three. Depending on what he rolls, it will determine what complications we hit in the storm. The higher, the better. So, we got a six plus three, that is a nine. I would like to use my reaction to give Claude some bardic inspiration. I can't make the storm dance, but I can make Claude dance (laughs) as I start playing misery business because God knows we're all miserable in this storm. That's an 11. That's a dirty 20 for Claude. A dirty 20 means you are full speed ahead. You would have been able to gain altitude if you needed to. Now we are rolling complications. You feel the sudden rise of air around you, and you feel that you are pushed forward. So you're going to move an extra 60 feet. So you're going 260 feet this round because your current speed is 200. But this makes it harder for Claude to control next turn. At the end of this, you feel that push forward as you start to see a cyclone around you and a bunch of clouds start forming on the deck of the ship. Three, to be exact, around different areas, you see these stormy clouds appear and they start to take on humanoid shapes. Oh no, I don't like that. What? On their turn, you see they have these small lightning bolts in their hand and they just start shooting them. They're each going to be doing two damage. You see that they're not shooting at you. They're shooting at different portions of the ship. These are all going towards the sails. Oh, no. So the sails on the side have taken six damage. They're starting to break through a little bit of that leather as we are back to the top of the order with you all. I'll fire off Eldritch Blasts. I'll probably do one at each just to get a feel for what they are. 22. Hits. 29. Hits. 31. Hits. You see blast, 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 complete dispersal of each of these clouds. Whoa, party on. Good job. Hey, good job, buddy. Just hit them with something. Sorry, Claude. I hope they weren't like cousins or something. Claude, anything that we could do to help? How do we, how do we fix this? Keep them away? I don't know. Oh, well. I'm just trying to hold on. Is there any way I can give him the help action with like, thorn whip or something like grabbing on to stuff as things go wrong with the ship if sails are starting to fly off and you're using thorn whip to help hold them in stuff like that right now need you to show me how you're helping before i give you the help action i don't think i have anything that can help could i what if what what if (laughs) what if i send a tidal wave off the bow of the boat pushing through clouds. (laughs) Just a force of water through clouds. Would it part clouds some? I think it would. (laughs) Do you want to do that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Blueberry rushes to the front of the boat, harnessing the water from the nearby storm clouds, propel it forward. And yeah, there's a decent amount of visibility for a good hundred feet in front of you. Okay, cool. Pebbles and I, we are going to run over towards Claude. We are going to just fly around him. Just keep us straight, buddy. And I'm just going to cast Sanctuary on him. Nice. So if anything attacks him, they will roll with disadvantage. I just got done singing to Claude. I do a little guitar flip, so I bring it up, and then I do like the flip around. And then as it's like behind me, I bring out the drumsticks, and I do a little fill real quick as Daisy snaps off my back. We're going to cast Mordenkainen's sword. Just have Daisy floating around, probably roughly close to Xander. Wherever baddies come, I'm going to have Daisy hopefully take care of it. Daisy pops out. You push her away to another side, so you're spreading out a little bit on the ship. 
Claude normally has a plus three, but because of the last complication has minus five, so we're doing minus two to this roll. Woof. Four minus two is two for Cloud. You know what? I got a reaction. We got the drumsticks out. We're just gonna start playing a little blast beat for Claude. Get them all hyped up. Four. I'm gonna use my advanced one. Oh, only a five. Two to a seven. So we're gonna have disadvantage on the complication table this round. So we're gonna roll two and take the worst one. And you feel that updraft you felt earlier pushing you all forward. Claude's not able to control it. Let's up too much of the air and you guys lose 50 feet of altitude. Oh, sick. Not good. With our complications, we got another nine. All of a sudden, it feels like a tornado comes out of this already screaming and loud storm. And it's very small and you feel it engulfs the entire ship. And I need all of you to make strength saving throws. Oh, Jesus. Hey, Blue, you get plus three. Oh, nice. Dirty 20. 18 for Jet. Dirty 12. 11. Oh, you know, yeah, let's let's lucky that. Oh, that God, that's my last one, actually. You're very close to the edge. Yeah, yeah I'm very close to the edge, <laughs> so we're going to use a lucky point. Oh, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> Blueberry and Jet, you are able to grab onto something, stand up just fine. Yeah, we've got a railing right there. Hell yeah. Xander and Sebastian, you are both knocked prone and taking 12 bludgeoning damage. Oh, your rib gets hit into the side of the banister on the ship. Xander, you happen to be starting to fall. This cyclone just whips a box that was here with a bunch of stuff and it smacks you right in the head out of nowhere. Don't forget everyone has the temp HP. 12, right? Yep. Oh, perfect. I didn't lose health then. Exactly. (laughs) And as that tornado of air moves through, it keeps depositing these elementals all across the ship. Eight more appear. Oh, why so many? Four of them are going to be attacking the hull of the ship for six damage each, which is 24. The other four are gonna be attacking. They would be attacking Claude. So with Sanctuary, they normally have to make a save of some sort or attack something else. Yes. I'm gonna do one for the group of four of them. Fail. So they're gonna re-roll. They are also attacking the hull of the ship. Stop it. They're basically just shooting into the ground, these lightning bolts. 16 more damage from that. And you hear a big portion of the hull cracks. You feel just a sudden slowing of the ship. It feels like it's moving slower now. Uh Uh-oh. You did move a decent amount, your full 200 feet of movement at the start of this round, however, with Cloud. Now we are back to the top with you all. You are now surrounded by eight of these elementals. Get what you can, I'll try to cover the rest. I'll go for three. What a waste of a nat 20. I rolled a nat 20 and two 23s. Boom, boom. Line up a third one. Goes through one and into another. Let's go. Three on the starboard side and one on the bow. Daisy, running down to the port side. Taking out this one. Finishing that guitar swing. That's a 24 from Daisy. Slices. Bring it up over your shoulder. You whip it around your back, and then it just comes down in an arc, slashing right through it. We're going to go more towards the stern by Claude. Look at the next one. Do a quick dissonant whispers. Can it do a wisdom save, please? Fails. Beautiful. I am just slamming on these drumsticks as I hit the crash. It starts to echo and reverberate, and I'm going to do my echo, one of my two with the drumsticks, to immediately cast another spell right after that. (gasps) We're going to do another Dissonant Whispers on the one closest to Claude, hoping that Blue and or Jet can take care of the last one on the stern side. Also fails. Beautiful. Let's go. Those drums are just crashing, radiating through this storm. How bad does the hull look? Pretty bad. Still looking okay for now, but... That was a big couple of hits it took. So I'll rear Pebbles back, and as I do, I activate my boots, rearing her back. So with my bonus action, I'm going to double my speed. I will get within range of this one that's starboard, and I'm going to use command. 
point at the hole that it made and say, repair. Oh, interesting. <laughs> well, first, it's a wisdom save, and that's another fail. I can attempt to mold earth with whatever dirt I can find. Plug up some holes as good as I can. Give me either arcana or nature. Okay. Nature. Okay, 23. It's not perfect, and it's not pretty. As you do so, it's just like a dirty ship. There's enough on these pieces of these boards that have flown off that you can push together a bunch of dirt and muck and put them on and almost makeshift glue them into place. It's by no (laughs) ways a great way of doing this, Uh but it's working. Roll me 2d6. Okay. Nine. And you're doing this all to the hole. Yeah. Patching any holes you can find. That is Claude back to the regular plus three for Claude. That is a seven total. Yeah, we're going. We got it back. We got to help our boy. After the song, we're just going to start going into a big old jazzy, jazzy little drum solo. Nothing makes sense. Yeah, this is a wild set list. Another seven. 14 means you're going full speed ahead. There's no changes to anything. You're not gaining altitude, losing altitude. There's no changes to the complications you hit, but we do need to roll that complication. Natural 20. Let's go. Which is calm of the storm. Okay. You hit a pocket of the storm that is not too strong, not too intense. And because this is a nat 20, you're waiting a moment and no more elementals show up. Let's go. Let's go. Yes. What the fuck am I going to do with this guy who's trying to repair a ship, but he's wind and he's just lightning. <laughs> I'm going to just roll a d20, just straight up luck to see if this guy can do anything. He's going to be able to do something. He rushes into one of these holes, the one that you pointed at, the one that you saw him make. He's the one who made this hole plugs it with his body and just continues to spin really fast. You notice the ship looks like it's going a little bit faster. (laughs) Maybe not the repair you were hoping for, but moving back to normal speed. You better fix your mess. Does anyone want to do anything this turn? You guys have gone 640 feet so far. Command is only until the end of its turn, right? How How does command work? It's a one turn. So is that thing just going to go back to shooting the ship? Next turn? I shoot it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You got three chances. I'll do one shot at him that I know I hit. And then I'm just like pissed off because like I don't know fucking rain. I, I moved to LA to avoid weather. So I just fire the other two at the main storm. Show it who's boss. <laughs> Roll me a D100 twice. Oh my, oh my god. god, please. Oh my god. Dominance. Five. And the second one is 93. They make beautiful little holes through these clouds, and then you see they slowly get moved inward again as these clouds fill up those holes you make. I'll do it. I'll keep mold earthing. Roll me another 2D6. Oh, okay. Seven. I'm just going to dash and get up by the wheel and Claude and Jet and Blue and everything. Daisy's still on deck with Xander, and I just want to be by the crew. As we roll again with a plus three, that's an eight plus three is 11 for Claude. Ugh. Xander, you just had a D100 out. I'm going to ask you to roll me another D100. 28. Xander, roll me a D4 to determine who this happens to. Four. And now I need to roll me one more D100. 81. All of a sudden, the color of the storm flashes a weird pinkish green. It doesn't feel natural. It's very magical. You see appearing on the deck are another eight. Damn. What was that pink? Fl- who? It, did, did y'all see that? Huh? The, the pink flash? Oh. Oh. I'm blasting. I keep rolling damage on the hull. So four of these are going after the hull. 
20 more damage to the hull. The other four are going after the hull. That's not so bad. I only rolled two times four is eight damage to the hull. With that, you hear another loud crack. The ship speed is further reduced and it starts to emit smoke as there are chunks underneath the hull that have ignited because of this lightning. And you see a bunch of this smoke is getting into Claude's face. Claude will have minus three to ship checks. We are back to the top of the party with you all. As you guys start, Jet, on pebbles, all of a sudden your eyes flash green and pink and you cough up 81 silver pieces. Okay. (laughs) What the fuck? (coughs) What just happened to me? Jet, this does take so long that it is your full action. (gasps) Jet, why are you eating coins? I did it. We stopped eating nickels when we were children. Clearly I didn't learn. I don't know. Xander, you wanted blast? Yeah, I'm going to aim for the three furthest ones. So the two on starboard side and one on port side, close to the bow. I know ship terms. My lowest roll was a 19, so they all hit. They are all disintegrated. Sebastian or Blue? Daisy is going to go to the one that's remaining on the port side. Do a big old swipe. 22. Slice right through. Oh my gosh, you know what? I'm I'm up here and there's a guy in front of my face. I was going to hit him with a crossbow, but we're just going to try to whip out a dagger, which I don't think I've ever done, and swipe at him. We'll say it's the drumstick. Oh yeah, there you go. For a 22 to hit. It disappears. There are three left on the ship. Oh, can I have Nomura attack that one? He's there. I didn't even see him. Give me a bite attack. It's another 19, so... That's enough. Nomura just flies right through it. Biting, but it's like biting air. And now he's kind of pissed off because he didn't get to bite something. So he flies (laughs) over to Jet and uh, starts gnawing on his ear. (laughs) I have both of my wild shapes, which means I can spend them to turn into a large air elemental. Oh, snap. Let's go. So I'm gonna join forces with Claude to hopefully significantly uh, assist him. So I'll allow you to choose each turn, whether you'd like to give Claude the help action or try to increase your speed. Help action. That is time for Claude. Two d20s for the advantage. 11 with advantage. Claude! So that is normal amount of speed. And then we're rolling normal complication for the d20, which is a 14. All of a sudden, a large misty cloud completely encases the entirety of the ship, obscuring all of your vision. Cloud looks at you all. I'm going to have to slow down or this could get quite reckless. The ship speed would be halved for two rounds, or he'll roll with disadvantage on his handling checks for two rounds if you continue full speed ahead. But you also have Blueberry assisting now. Full speed ahead. Full speed ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Full send it. Full send. Get me out of this damn storm. We have to roll for more elementals. There's already two on the ship left. Nine more. Oh, God. We're going to die. There are 11 on the ship. We're going to do this in two groups. Six are going after the sails, doing four damage each for 24 on the sails. And five are going after the sail. Oh, my sick shit. One damage each for five damage. You see that the sails are hit. Claude is going to have minus one total to his handling checks. The ship's speed is further reduced. You're going nearly half the speed you were at the start. With that, top of the order with the party. If you're blasting, let me know. My thought is I do less blasting right now to have more blasting later. But are we going to be on the ship long enough for that to matter? I'm going to scream down to Xander. I can cover us, but you need to hold the fuck on. Oh, boy. He's telling me to hold on. So I'm going to fly over to the mast. Learning from Helios and having fly on me. I'm trying my best to Superman over to the deck of the ship. 
I'm gonna start the intro drumbeat of I'm not a vampire, but I feel like one by falling in reverse. We're casting reverse gravity in a 50-foot cylinder based around me. It'll hit every single wind elemental up to here. It might hit Jet and Pebbles, and Daisy is gone. Did you just, like, sacrifice Daisy? It just falls to the ground lifeless, clanks onto the deck. Well, what happens to objects in the area? Oh, shit. Daisy would reverse gravity and fly into the air. It would indeed. What kind of save is this? It's not. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine elementals. Ooh. Poofs of smoke, pillars into the sky that you just push upward. There's chains, there's rope flying upward. Xander, you feel a pull. I'm going to have you roll strength saving throw with advantage to hold on. I rolled a seven. As a reaction, when this happens, do, do I see Daisy fly up into the air? You see both Daisy and Xander chasing after Daisy. It's fine. I can still fly, so I'll get launched and I'll make my way back down. I am also in the air, by the way. This works on me too. So one of you can grab Daisy. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be good, we'll be good. Oh, if we can catch up to the ship. Yeah. It's going so much <laughs> faster than I us. Know. Daisy is in the air, Sebastian is in the air. Xander, you are in the air, but you have not used your action this turn. Am I able to fly out of the cylinder and down? Like, so I'm like towards the stern? Yes. All right, so I, I would like to fly out of the anti-gravity and just, like, try and go down to the stern. You have 60 feet of movement speed? So I'm down by the Howard stern, and I'd like to start blasting. Two left. Good. Both of them. And then I'll send one out into the clouds again. Roll me D100. 26. Jet, do you have anything you'd like to do? There's no more elementals on board. You do see Daisy still hanging in the air. Sebastian's also hanging in the air, almost tumbling. Is Sebastian able to control himself in the air or no? I have fly on me, thanks to Xander. I'm kind of just enjoying watching everything going down right now. There's like nothing I could do. <laughs> I'm just watching, and as I see everybody fly up in the air, I'm like, wow. This is... <laughs> just spit one more coin out. Blueberry, as the elemental... Cloud currently has disadvantage for the next two rounds. No, he doesn't. He still has a minus one total because of the damage to the hull and to the sails. No, he's going to get a nat 20 this time. <laughs> I swear to God, if you roll another eight. 18? Yes! There we okay. go. This storm has been with you this whole time. You're moving through it, but there's these mini cyclones and stuff happening. And you see another one just off the ship and you can see a large piece of the ship flying around in it. And a large piece of debris collides with the ship. It's gonna collide with Claude. Sanctuary's not gonna affect it. This is a random piece of debris, 11 damage to Claude. Oh. Time to roll elementals. Uh, 10 elementals are showing up this time. I knew I should have blasted less before to blast more now. There still is the reverse gravity on the ship. Mm -hmm. Sebastian, roll me a d10. However much you roll, disappear instantly. Eight. <gasps> you see them start to form on the ship, but they're not even able to form entirely before they're just shot back up into <sighs> the sky. So you got two that show up on the stern, just this small little section of the boat that is not under the reverse gravity. They're both going to be attacking the sails for six damage total. Looks like the sails are pretty beat up, but you haven't lost any of the sails yet. Back to the top with the party. Still looking up in the air and seeing these ones that just kind of like form and instantly disappear. I hear the one next to me and I just kind of pull my sword out and just swipe down at it as I'm watching everything above because it's just so fun to watch Sebastian like floating around. <laughs> 22. Destroys it. How far away is the other one? Very close to you. I can just kind of stay in the same spot and like swipe on one side and just, just swipe on the other. Dirty 20. It's enough. No more elementals on board. This reverse gravity is doing wonders. 
Sebastian, you are able to steady yourself. You see Daisy about 10, 15 feet from you floating in this area where everything is hanging, where gravity is reversed, but also above is pulling things back down. I'm going to use my full action to just dash, so I'll have 120 fly speed. Do my best to go chase down Daisy before she flies into the storm. Make my way to the mast. If I can't get all the way down to the deck of the ship, I'll just hold on to the mast. Claude, how far does it look like we have to go? I'd assume we're very close. Depends how fast we can go. I'll make sure that I'm like actually on the deck, feet planted. Blueberry, are you pushing straight forward or are you just trying to cancel out this disadvantage? Helping. He's got a minus one, rolling a d20. Four. Oh my god. A four total. Claude, I swear to God, as I'm hanging on for dear life to this mast, I just take a drumstick, I just start banging on the, I just start doing like little paradiddles the best I can with one hand onto the mast, just to try to keep his spirits up for a reaction bardic inspiration for a seven. Four to 11 is huge. Uh. That makes it so we're not rolling disadvantage. I only have one more. Full speed ahead. You're at this point where you're starting to see light through the clouds. We have a complication to deal with. Another d20 roll, that's a six. Uh. This is a sudden drop in pressure. All of the sudden, there is this huge drop of the ship. You're dropping 38 feet. I need all of you dexterity saving throws. If I am currently holding on to the mast for dear life, you did say that, I will give you advantage. Let's go. Dirty 20 again. Dirty 20 again. D- a dirty 20 for the first. Four. You get a plus three. Seven. Xander, you slip. You're almost prone in air before you're able to catch yourself, but you are again 60 feet now above. You are able to fly and catch yourself, but you are very high above it and you are not inside the reverse gravity, so you can see the ship taking off without you. Uh Uh-oh. Another roll of the elementals. Sebastian, roll me a D8, because eight more are appearing. Six. Two more appear on the stern. We're back to the top. Xander, the ship is 70 feet ahead of you and about 40 foot down. I'll catch up. I'm still flying after the ship. While I'm flying after, I'm going to start shooting at the last two that are there as I'm flying behind the ship. Just can't miss. Both hit. And I'm going to fire one shot straight ahead of me just to see what happens. What's your D100? 98. That was the threshold I set. Oh, damn, really? What does that mean? Oh, God. What have I done? (laughs) I'm not on the boat. The Eldritch Blast, as you do it, you know it gives off a bit of light. As you shoot, this light expands and it makes a hole in this entire area, pushes some of the clouds away. And you see a crackling of lightning through this hollow tube that you're making. And you see a hand holding it. It's this dark bluish skin that's almost wind at the same time. But whatever this being is, it is massive, and it flies through the storm. You get just a glimpse of it. You guys are almost to the end. I'm just fighting the reverse gravity still and climbing my way down the mast as much as possible. That's probably going to be it for me. Watching Sebastian in awe, just do a barrel roll. And then blue, this time, no more disadvantage. You're just trying to give Claude advantage on this last little bit. Yeah. This looks like it will be the last roll, the last complication. 15 minus one. And then we roll for our last complication, which was a natural 20. Wow. Damn. You can't write it Which is the calm of the storm and no more elementals. Yes. Xander, I'm assuming you're using your movement speed to, like, pursue. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm chasing after it. I'm just not going as fast as possible. You see the airship still holding on, broken down, held together by splinters in some cases. It passes through this last large cloud of gray. As it pushes through, it's like getting out of a wall of 
fog for you all, in an instant, everything just looks clear. The wind stops whipping so much, the sun shining bright through the few fluffy white clouds in the distance. Ahead of you is the area you saw in Kingsley's vision, though the coast looks much closer now. The raging storms and violent ocean have torn the ground asunder in this area. Instead of this wide open area, there are these huge cliffs that fall straight into the ocean. Basically, most of the battlefield where this war was taken has been taken by water. Portions of it remain, however. These large earthen spires still hold strong in a few areas. Karsts stand proudly over the ocean, being battered by waves, but still standing tall. Where the altar once was with the ley line above it lies the largest of this karst. You see, on this, a dark stone tower. It stands a thousand foot tall, hundreds of feet around. It looks like whoever created this encased the entire ley line in the tower, as there's a loud crackle of lightning behind you. This bolt ends up coming horizontal out of the storm behind you, off to your right. This bolt doesn't wane, it doesn't falter, it moves through the air, being ridden by a giant being. Easily 30 foot tall, body made of dark clouds crackling with electricity. Its form is of blues and grays, but you're not even sure if there's flesh and skin. And it rides in a big circle around the airship as it pulls the storm like a curtain, blocking your view of the tower, blocking your view of everything, save for this hurricane, leaving you all in the eye of the storm with this vortex around you. Claude starts to slow the ship as it floats. This being finishes this vortex. The lightning continues to fractalize, carrying the being with it. But the lightning heads your direction. Roll initiative. Whoa. Oh, shit. Damn it. 13 for Jet. 14 for Blue. Five for Xander. Six for Sebastian. You see this lightning is traveling very fast, and this giant storm elemental being moves very quickly with it, ends up directly in the center of the ship. Sebastian, is reverse gravity still active? No. Before getting here, seeing that we made it through just the veil of clouds, I would have dropped reverse gravity just so I can get back down onto the ship. You see, as this being jumps off this giant bolt of lightning, the lightning continues and shocks a big area. Sebastian and Jet, I need dexterity saving throws. 13. 17. Both of those fail. What? Whoa. You'll be taking 61 lightning damage. What? Whoa. My speed is 90 feet. I'm going to fly over to this being and try to whirlwind it. Each creature in the elemental space must make a DC 13 strength saving throw. I'm sure it's so weak, like just little noodly muscles, right? What's the DC? 13. Okay, it does have a plus 14 to strength saving throws. <laughs> but if it rolls a one? 26 total. It passes. But it'll take... 14 bludgeoning damage reduced to seven. <laughs> Jet, you are up. Sebastian's on deck. Get pebbles into the air enough to where we can get over the little banister here to fly down at this thing. As I pull my sword out again, you can see it's like vibrating and I'm just flying over and trying to swipe at this as hard as I can. With my bonus action, the shimmering, the, the vibrating of that sword was staggering smite. It gives me an extra 4d6 of psychic damage. What the heck is that? That's a nat 20. The target must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, it has a disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks and can't take reactions until the end of its next turn. Let me do wisdom save really quick. That's a dirty 20 on the wisdom save. Ah, you're a jerk. 21 plus an extra 1 of radiant plus an extra 6 radiant. 27. Then four more d6 of psychic, three, plus one, plus one, plus five. Ten, and then do that again. 
3 plus 6 plus 5 plus 3. 54 total damage, unless you have other things you're adding. I need to do two more radiance because I have my extra and then the one from the sword as well. Yes. So two more. It's another six radiant plus two. 62 damage on your first attack. I'll take that. Go ahead and roll your second. 17 plus 11, 28. That'll hit. 14 plus five radiant damage. So 19 total. You fly over on pebbles, two really good swings. The first one almost staggering it, hitting it with that psychic damage and more. Sebastian, you're up, Xander on deck. Just getting zapped. The lightning bolt just came down the mast. I'm gonna whip Daisy around because I finally got Daisy back. Slip the drumsticks into my belt loop. We're gonna go into, I don't even know the name of the song. I think it's Dirty, Dirty, what's Dirty Dancing? What is that movie? That is a movie with Patrick Swayze. The, the, it's electrifying. Is that in there? I, I don't. Is that Grease? Grease, that's, that's thank Grease. you. That's yeah. <laughs> Wow. Grease lightning. Thank you. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna go into that and we are gonna do a sixth level Ralatham Psychic Lance. However, slipping those drumsticks back into my belt loop, the tip hit the belt buckle just right for a little ting. We're gonna use three of my four sorcery points for heightened spell. So it has disadvantage on the save. Okay, what kind of save is it? It is an intelligence save. 16. So easy. Four. 36 psychic damage. And it is incapacitated. <gasps> wow. Until the start of my next turn. Xander. Xander is pissed off. He's having a great time flying because who doesn't? He's starting to like understand now why people use planes, but is also like pissed because like if, if he had to deal with turbulence like this, he would never get on a plane again. He's just like frustrated. And as he's flying, he's like, why does everything have to be so hard? Be easier. I'm casting feeble mind on it. Can I have an intelligence save, please? 19 plus three no, is no, 22. No, no. All it takes is 4d6 of brain damage, 11 damage. But this creature is not able to take actions or do anything this turn. So we're back to Blueberry with Jet on deck. So I'm just gonna slam into it with some air whirly fists. 15 to hit? 15 doesn't hit. And okay, 20 something. 20 something will hit. 20 bludgeoning damage. Slam, slam, slam. Jet, that is you. Well, again, just try to stab right through the air and just try to stab this thing wherever possible, basically. 28. Hits. 12 plus two plus D8, uh, nine radiant damage. You got your second attack. 30 on the dot. Three plus six. 15 plus eight radiant damage. Sebastian, it's your- No! No! Jet literally just cut off both of this thing's legs. We're just holding on with one arm to the mast, trying to stay stable, and just one arm crossbow shot. 24. 24 hits. Six piercing damage. It had one HP left. Oh, Sebastian. Buddy. Are you serious? <laughs> it's yours. Sebastian was reaching for the crossbow, and Jet just runs in with these mighty swings. Chop and chop, and he looks so heroic. Points the crossbow forward. And like, I don't even need to shoot this. I guess I could just... But then the ship gets a little turbulence, and I accidentally pull the trigger as a bolt just goes and takes out his eye. <laughs> goes straight through the eye. You see all of this storm that it brought with it start to quell. This being was almost solid at times, yet now is slowly turning to mist. The rest of the wind around you stops being so harsh. The rain stops. Even behind you where the storm was at its strongest, the clouds begin to 
lighten and disperse, allowing sunlight to reach the ground. From here, Cloud starts bringing the airship down to the ground. And as you see ahead of you is this tower on top of this pillar of land. There are a few bridges leading from spire to spire that finally lead to the dark tower and its entrance in the distance. And for today, that's a wrap. Oh. I do want to make it clear. I flew down to land on the boat in the end there. I'm not still just <laughs> up there. Thank you all so much for listening. In one week, we have our BTS, patreon.com slash cast party, where you can get access to that, where we're going to talk about how I weakened this encounter because of Blueberry's Calm the Storm. How the heck could we have done that? Yo, for if real. It was stronger. Would have been fun. That's what all I got to say. <laughs> we would have been fine. <laughs> Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. He's like, what did you say? Go to sleep. <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs>